When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Off The Bench NRL with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. All the big news and views from a big week in footy. Welcome to the show, Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews. Here is a match going on this weekend as well. Pretty quiet, isn't it, Scotty Sattler? <laughs> yeah, never. Never, especially this weekend. And what I'm really excited about, Woogie and listeners, is, of course, the AFL and the NRL Grand Final back to where it used to be on the same weekend. And if you're if you're just a sporting fan, this is I think this is the, the best weekend on the calendar. Oh, it's massive. Uh, on the show today, six-time premiership winner Cooper Cronk, former Panther Craig Gowan, one of your teammates, former Broncos hooker Kerrod Walters, the twin of Kevy, and Chris Nelson's got some racing queens and update. But uh, before we get to one of our chats, except nothing less than Australia's best with Ream, well done to Carlin Ponga picking up the Dally Empire of the year this outstanding. week. Outstanding, outstanding. It was, it was much like there's been a lot of critics about how he wasn't the most consistent player throughout the year. And Sean Johnson, I think, uh, arguably was. But I've got to say, it was much like Tommy Trebojevic not many years ago and also uh, Jared Hayne back in 2009 where they both single-handedly just went on this this run. They just went on this rip and tear where they nearly got their team as far as possible into the finals. So, yeah, well done, Kalen. He's had a yeah, awesome. he's made you watch Newcastle in the back back end of that season. Billy Slater signs a further three years as Queensland coach Brad Fittler resigns big? as Blues coach. I, I love what Billy Slater says. He says, I think we're only just starting something special. Where Brad Fittler, I, I love that he's been able to resign on his own accord as well. I think he deserves that. Uh, now the uh, the hunt is on for a New South Wales. Phil Gould. How's Anthony Albanese going? Phil, Phil Gould will be the Blues coach. Except nothing less than Australia's best in Stolarim, Australia's favourite hot water during the week. We caught up with your great mate and premiership teammate in 2003, the skipper, former skipper of the Panthers, great guy. Craig Gower. The heat is about to sound and the minor premiers, Penrith, they have won the trophy. Incredible scenes of emotion. The Cinderella story has come true. For the Penrith Panthers. Yep, 2003 grand final victory. A lot of things happened in that game, uh, including something with a man in the studio. And I have no doubt a lot happened, well, on the on the field with this guy we're well, about out. to talk to. And the, the off guy the we're field. about to talk to he actually nearly had his eye poked out in that game. By who? By an opposition player. Is that Craig Gower? Welcome to Sports Day. Is that true? Name and shame. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it is. Well, I don't know actually who did it. I was just. Um... <laughs> I think it was in a tackle or something, just come out and just got a finger in the eye and she went up a little bit. But um, the day we, we, we got the job done. We had a couple of blokes that uh, did something during the game and I remember, um, got get, the job Yeah, we remember when uh, when he got poked in the eye and his eye was completely shut. It was, it was in the first half. And so we were all standing around him, myself and Ryan Girdler. And <laughs> I said, Roddy, hey, well, Girds, I'll, I'll go to 5'8". And, and uh, Preston, you go to halfback. And, and he's... Gowie sitting on the ground, our, our skipper, he goes, 
would you guys effing shut your mouth? <laughs> I'm not going off. <laughs> we thought he was gone for all money, but yeah, in the end, he, he raised the trophy. Mm. Hey, Gary, I want to hear, um, and Sats tells some wonderful stories about the days of playing for the Panthers. What are we going for, a three-peat mm. this weekend? Is, is, the, yep. is, is the community just sick <laughs> of grand finals, or are they as excited as the, the, the first of the three-peat? Well, I think so, Jason. I think, you know, um, you know, when they don't make the next next one, if they don't make the next one, I think they'll be dis- disappointed, you know. So, um, you know, so I think it's just it just shows you what's actually gone in behind the scenes over, you know, a number of years to to put themselves in a position where they're actually competing, you know, week you know, year in, year out and, and um you know, it helps having having players like Nathan and you know, um, you know, you know, a heap of other boys that come through the system and so forth. So, uh, you know, you know, you've got Liam Martin there has been on fire. You know, obviously a lot of blokes, even though that he's not from the area, but he's been in the system for quite a long, long time. And you know, arguably we've got one of the greatest front rollers to go around at the moment um, as well. So, you know, you know, they've got a sensational team. And but the thing is, they've just got so much belief in what they do and uh, their systems they've got and when these young blokes have the opportunity, they know what's required of them and they come in and do the job, which is uh, just shows you, you know, how well the system is actually working. I'm going to ask both of you this question. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems to us footy fans that these young players nowadays, no fear, and we saw it with Reese Walsh last week, through that intercept and then, you know, five minutes later he's setting up tries and scoring tries and whatever. Is there a big difference between the players back in 2003 when you guys won a premiership to the players running around now? Gowie, you first. Well, no, I don't think so. I think it's it's the same sort of mould. You know, we we had some experienced players. We had a few of us that come through the juniors, but we had outside sources, and then we had an influx of young kids that come through, and which actually just moulded the team together to make the team as it, as it is. So, um, you know, there's, there's certainly a... There's, there's probably more coming through the system down at, at the moment than, than what we did back then. So it just shows you what um, how well that, that system's going. Yeah, they're just as brash and confident now as what they were back then. I mean, Lewis and Rooney and those guys, they just they had so much confidence as 18, 19-year-olds. Now, Gowie, grand final week, it's... It's quite a nerve-wracking week. Uh, it doesn't matter how experienced you are, but I suppose the Panthers players are, are used to this week, so they just fall into the same preparation. But for the Broncos, it's it's a tricky week, isn't it? How to how to really juggle your your expectations and your emotions. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true, Sats. But I, you know, I, look, I think back then when we went through that experience, you know, we sort of we just we loved it. You mm. know, like it was one of those things where. We had that much confidence in what we're doing at that time. Well, it was just another week, and we actually really enjoyed it. You know, we you could see by the way we were in the sheds together and, and the rest of it, where you know blokes are you know just having a good time and enjoying the enjoying it. Now, I'm not too sure with the Broncos. You know, I'm not, I'm not in that sort of intersection to see how they were, are, but you know they might just embrace it. Like you know, all this talk about you need to lose one before you win one is all bullshit. You mm-hmm. know, like it's. It's whoever can take these big moments and 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 roll with them. So, you know, I, I think it's going to be an unbelievable game. Two 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 of the best teams all year. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see the the packs go at it. Uh, you know, you've seen the way that Fish Harris and Leota started last year's uh, grand final, where they just blew Parramatta off the park. 
is that going to be the same case? What's, that's going to be the interesting thing. And it's whoever forward pack can give their halves enough time to create and, and be able to play their, their own game. So it's an intriguing matchup. And, you know, when you look at the, the two fullbacks, uh, Dylan Edwards is, you know, he's just an out-and-out effort player. And uh, you see Reese Walsh, he's got the flair and he's got the speed to, to really hurt you. So it's, uh, you know, setting up, setting up for a cracking game. Now, Nathan Cleary, I know you've had a, a lot to do with him, Gary, over the years. He's a he's a wonderful young man. He's a great player. But by the time he re- retires and finishes his, his career, where do you think he could possibly sit among some of the great halves in the game? Oh, certainly up there. That's, you know, like, you know, for me, I always look at Andrew Johns because of what Joey could do on a field. Um the way he's seen the game, you know, he, the way he could create defensively, he was just an all-round player. Now, Nathan's the same way. Um, I think the only step now Nathan needs to do is is um, dominate in Origin. You know, if he does that, then he's certainly he's certainly in that you know top frame of one, two, or three anyway. You know, so um, he's had a fantastic career so far. You know, just the way that he dedicates himself to to getting better and um, you know. They've got an opportunity to become one of the best teams to ever, ever, you know, grasp the, the football field, mm. you know, up with Parramatta. So, mate, if they can do that, you know, that's it's certainly a, a wonderful accomplishment. But uh, it certainly goes a, a long way of, you know, for him, you know, being one of those, you know, those top top three halfbacks of, of all time. Now, the Panthers go into the game probably a little bit more vulnerable than they've been before in previous years with injuries. Are, are you concerned... Is there a small part of you that's concerned about the Panthers with Luai's shoulder and Tungor just returning from a pec tear? Uh, oh, there, there is. That's because you know, you know, I'm not, well, I don't want to really give away what what I'd be doing, but you know, if I'm if I'm Brisbane, like if I was Melbourne, I, I can't believe Melbourne didn't run Nelson mm. and something like at you know just on the edge of his shoulder every every time because you know a shoulder problem like that, you don't want to be going out. So you want to be trying to keep your, your arms close to your, close to your chest. So it's, um, you know, and, and they got him off and, and, and the rest of it. So there's, you know, I'm sure he'll be going for an op at the end of the year, but he just needs to get through one more game. Mm. Um, but he, he's a pivotal, pivotal part to Penrith. You know, he, he leads off, off the back of Nathan and he's done, he done a great job. He did his job really well on the, on the weekend. So, um, you know, it's certainly it's certainly dangerous for the team, but you know they got through that last last week, and hopefully they can get through it again. Right, yeah. Too much serious footy talk. I'm over this. I like to talk about post match celebrations. I don't know if you heard this uh, over the weekend, Gowie. This was on SEN post game uh, when Katoni Staggs was asked a question by Andrew McCulloch. Have a have a listen to what he had to say. Uh, when asked the question. Can you give the listeners a bit of insight on what a week would be like with Katoni Stags if the Premiership came home? Can you tell them what you'd be like? Oh, there's only one way to find out. If you see me around, come with me. <laughs> now, I reckon you blokes, and there's there's legend that mm. Craig Gow is one of the great celebrators. Was he Outstanding. The, was he the best at the Panthers in 2003, Sacks? Well, I want to ask you this, Gary, because... Trent, Joel Clinton claims that he was the one that went the longest grand final week. He, he was the last man standing. Trent Waterhouse claims he was as well. Please. But Hold my beer. I want to put this rumour. I want to debunk it yeah. right now. When, when did you finish up? 
Uh, yeah, I, I, that's, I, I, couldn't re- I can't really recall that. We had the presentation Wednesday night, I remember that. A couple of days, anyway. Mm. But yeah, Trent Waterhouse claims, or Joel Clinton claims yeah. he was the last. It was, it was, I think it was before. Yeah, we'll, we'll get tattoos and everything, you know. Like, so it, was all, it was all over the shop. So. Yeah, who hijacked um, the bus? Yeah, who, who did that? Who did that? Well, that, that, and that, that was after. That was after. Mate, that was that was that was, that was me, Gerds, and um, who else? Yeah, there was house. Someone there was else. there was about. And then and then we went back and had a fight at that. Yeah, well, me and Gerds were punching on it at the uh, at the at, when we went back at the um, at the ground. So that was interesting. So. When we're all when we're all dressed up like was like, like rappers and all the rest of it, you know. So it was uh, a special time. But I, it was funny because last year I went back to the club after with the boys when we were, they were celebrating at, at the club, and it was actually rubbish. It was rubbish compared to what what we went through when back in '03 when there was like ten thousand people in there. They were all standing on the poker machines, and everyone was having a good time. It was just really subdued, you know. So. I think I'll be, I'll be staying away this time. Hey, remember we grabbed James Hooper, who was working for the Daily Telegraph at the time. He's only a young journo. And we grabbed him and took him on the bus. Hey, Gower, you grabbed him and he sat on the bus and he basically spent the whole Sunday night. He was actually on stage while we were celebrating as, <laughs> as part of the team. Can you remember that? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, let's not go into that because I'm not getting in trouble. But he... Um... He, 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 uh, he, I think he got reprimanded for that because uh, the old, old Paulie Ken had to come out and grab him, and uh, he wasn't he, he wasn't in very much uh, a good nick to be writing a story for the Telegraph. But anyway, um, but he, a very good celebrator there, uh, old, old hoops, which is always good. Back in the days when you were really good friends with journos, and you just yeah, they would hang out, wouldn't yeah, they? Absolutely, have yeah, a beer yeah. with them. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just say only some journos there, Josh. Only some journos. Mate. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, of course. Uh, mate, what a game! Panthers Broncos. Yep. Sunday night, a course stadium. It's going to be a rip. It's the grand final we want to have. Two very good teams. Good luck to the Panthers uh, for you, Gowie and Sats. And thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Nah, thanks, boys. Have a good one. This is off the bench NRL. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is Off the Bench NRL. And the Cronk got it away to Slater. Slater. He's over Billy the Kid. Billy Slater has scored another, another try. Don't you love to see a piece of play? Slight of hand. Deception. Come on. There would have been so much research put into that try against the Bulldogs mm. in 2012. One of yep. my favourite grand final trials, I've got to say. I love his analysis, this guy, on Fox Sports and off the field. Hell of a nice guy as well. And his name is Cooper Cronk. He's going to join us on Sports Day. How are you, Coop? Hello, boys. That's, I know you're lying now, but nice to have you on the the program. (laughs) Now, before we get into the grand final for Sunday, Coop, now, I've got to say, again, I'm going to to piss in your pocket here again. I think your wife, Tara Rushton, is one of Australia's best TV hosts, Mm. and she was outstanding through the FIFA Women's World Cup. You You just would have been on FIFA World Cup overload, wouldn't you, while she was hosting the World Cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's a star of our household, and the daddy daycare was in full swing while she was uh, gallivanting around the country. Um, but no, I, I loved it just like everyone else did in the country. Um, I don't get to too many live sports events uh, you know, these days, but uh, the fact that, you know, that semi-final when Sam Kerr, uh, yeah, kicked that goal. Amazing. I scored that goal. I was just like, I felt the pulsating in my heart. Like, I just knew what sport was all about in that moment. Mm. Uh, 
yeah, it was a hell of a moment for Australian sport. And, geez, if they had gone on with it, it would have been uh, one of the iconic moments in, in our rich history. So, uh, but, uh, oh, well, on to the next one. Yeah. Well, you've been to the grand final, the NRL grand final, on so many occasions. Um, you can barely count them on two hands. But with the two teams that have ended up there, first, first, second, I don't know about you, but potentially we could be seeing yeah, yeah. one of the, the great modern-day grand finals of all time. Yeah, boys, I think the ingredients are there, right? You've got this young, brash, confident, electric, attacking team in the Brisbane Broncos. Then you've got this experienced, robotic, well-drilled defence. And you've put it all together on paper with some of the best players in the competition. The matchups between the fullbacks, you know, the halfbacks, the front rows. It's got all the ingredients. But we all know that uh, grand finals aren't exactly you know, straightforward at the best of times. So... Um, I think defence has dominated attack for a long period of time in our game. Is this the first time that attack might overwhelm the defence? Mm. We're about to find out. But I just love the fact that um, you've got Cleary versus Reynolds, you've got Edwards versus Walsh, and I, I like the matchup. There's not too many forward packs that uh, even each other out, but the combination of Flegler, Haas and Carrigan up against Leota, Fisher-Harris and Isaiah Yo, like I think that's in itself where it's won and lost, so... Um, the two coaches, obviously, rich history as players, but Ivan Cleary's done it before. And what Kevy's done at Brisbane is pretty impressive. So um, I wish them all the best this time of year that you still wish you were playing a bit of footy. But um, as they always say, you get what you deserve this time of year, and the team that wins it will obviously deserve it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you're right. We've got the best two teams, and there are so many narratives, and you've named a few of them. But Adam Reynolds back up against uh, Penrith, uh, the team that took him down in 2021. It's a great redemption story. And, gee, you must be enjoying watching him play footy this year. Yeah, I am. Mate. Um, look, I'll be honest. I, I didn't see Adam Reynolds doing what he's doing. Um, it's, mm. you know, I tip my cap to him what he's been able to do to take a, um, a young guys around him um, and create space for their natural ability. It's a sign of a very good halfback when, one, you improve and play at a level that you haven't throughout your career, but, more impressive part is dragging people along for the journey and making them better. I think Adam Reynolds has, has done that. Um, he's a very smart football player. I love the fact that um, you know he sort of prepares with an inch of his life every time he plays. He knows what the opposition's going to do before uh, they do it. And then he doesn't overplay his hand. He's happy to condense a couple of defenders, get them turned in, and create space for Reese Walsh and Ezra Mann. So uh, very good at what he's done. I think he's learned a lot through his time at uh, South Sydney playing with Latrell and Cody. I think he's taking a lot from Wayne Bennett. And now he's doing it all by himself. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, it certainly is, mate. Now, once upon a time, many had questioned the inexperience of the Broncos and the old saying, you've got to lose one before you win one. But it seems like these young players, they just they just don't get overawed. Like, do you think they're going to go out there and embrace it and play uh, to win? Or, or, you know, perhaps you see team, teams go out and they, they try not to lose. I, I, I feel like this Broncos team is just going to go out there and throw everything at them. I hope so, and I love it because um, if you're going to be a certain way both on and off the field all the way up to grand final day and then all of a sudden you change, well, your performance is going to change too. So I hope they've got the swagger. I hope they've got the confidence. Hmm. And then come grand final time, I think the offloads and the speed and the risk-first reward mentality of some of their players, they better deliver that because if they don't, if they slightly go into the shell by one or two percent, you know, they're not going to be themselves. So mm. I think if you're going to break down the best defense we've ever seen, you're going to have to throw something different. And the difference is the fact that combination, again, through the spine, they've got something different. If you can create space to Walsh and do his thing, then he might come up with a huge play and he might come up with a 
intercept that Zelezniak runs the other way too. But <laughs> yeah. his ability to just forget about it and go back to it reminds me of a fullback that I play yeah. with Slater. And <laughs> yeah. that's it. if he gets it right, geez, it's good. Uh, just on that uh, with Billy, was he like that as well? Did he have a, the memory of a goldfish, or was he a little bit more calculated in his next move, Coop? Uh, when he was younger, it was very much goldfish mentality. Um, but to his credit, over time, he, he worked, he researched, he watched a lot of football, so he knew what the probability was. But um, you know, with all the greatness, like he was so annoying on the field because he wanted the ball every three seconds, and I had to tell him no go away and say he come back five minutes later, like. That uh, try you referenced in 2012, man, he was calling that the first set. So um, that's a bit like Reese Walsh. And I think, you know, Reese would have got a lot of, um, you know, sort of experience from Billy at origin level. And I think he's taken that and run with it in the back end of this year. So, um, like I said, the um, fence normally stops attack on this on the grand final. It just seems to some way you know, overwhelm the attack because if you're slightly off, you don't back yourself all the way. But as you said, with their swagger and the, the gold chains and everything, I hope they've got the same mentality because if they can produce what they've done in the final series on the biggest day of the NRL calendar, I'll tell you what, it'll be one hell of a performance to witness. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Now, Coop, we know the coach or the team is usually an extension of the coach and his personality and his approach, his, his preparation. How important is Kevy this week in his personality that he doesn't change also? Yep, so true because, um, what is it? Capewell and Reynolds are the only yep. Broncos players that have been to a grand final before. And then you've got these young kids all in their early 20s experiencing it for the first time. I remember my first experience uh, coming up against the Brisbane Broncos who were very you know, Asian experienced. We were slightly off our game. I remember just thinking, geez, I hope I win. I hope I play well. And as soon as hope comes in on grand final day, you're gone. So I think Kevy's experience, along with Alan Langer, along with John Cartwright, what they've been able to do on this day, plays a huge part because, uh, as you said, the influence of the coach, his personality, his behaviours all this week will rub off on the players. If Kevy changes slightly, then maybe that's a little sense of um, you know the players changing. But on the other side of the field, well, Ivan Cleary, it's just like a lay-down there that these guys do it every year. And mm. if they can do something that uh, no team's done since the early 80s, uh, geez, we, we, we're rewriting history and it's going to be pretty good to be a part of if they do. Yeah, you'd have to have them rate. I mean, if they win this... Premiership, they'd have to go down as the greatest side of the modern era, wouldn't they? Well, the modern I mean, era, back they to back. and you'd, there'd be an oh, argument, by, wouldn't by there, Coop? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm. absolutely. If like right now, having won two in a row and doing it, they probably are the best team in the modern era. If they go down and win three in a row, then yeah, absolutely. Look, yeah, having to compare it to the, you boys know better than me, but um, you know the Raiders team of the eighties and the nineties or whatever it was, and then go back all the way to the Dragons and what they did those ten grand finals, but. Uh, in the modern era, what they've been able to do, um, yeah, it's simply outstanding. And it just goes to the fact that um, repetition, you know, at training as as a youngster and coming through the grades has played a huge part for them to have their success at the moment. Yeah, easy on the old you guys that know better than me because I'm, I'm, I played against you, <laughs> well, Coops. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I did too, I think. I think I got him in his first year. Yeah. <laughs> you so, boys were born in 1930. <laughs> yeah, yeah, remember it like yesterday, mate. Yeah. Hey, uh, I wanted to ask you, Jerome Luai. <laughs> Jerome Luai, uh, did, did he surprise you playing on the oh, I was surprised that he played, um, but you being through what you went through in 2018 with your shoulder, coming out and playing in you know the grand final and doing what you did, you, you weren't at your best, but you, you played a significant role. And I know having players on the field can be just as important as what they do on the field because you, your teammates look alongside, they see you there, and that gives them confidence. 
were you surprised that he played or, or it didn't surprise you at all? Uh, yes, yeah, slightly. I, I think if he was going to play, it was probably going to be this weekend. Um, mm. Put it all in on the grand final day. But um, you don't really know the extent of the injury unless you're part of the inner sanctum, right? Um, so you can understand that if you pop your shoulder out, then you know, it's devastating. But there are ways to manipulate that and recover pretty quick. And uh, history shows of that club that they've been able to do it. You know, Cleary did it before with his, both his hamstring and his shoulder. So they've obviously got a very good medical staff there. But the thing that I was super impressed with with Jerome is most people think when you've got a shoulder injury, the defense is the hardest part. I get that being a contact sport, but you can keep everything in front of you with a sore shoulder, but it's when you get tackled that you can't mm. control it. And mm. The fact that from word go, he was running the football, that that, that was pretty inspiring for me. Because mm. Now, Coot, we know that uh, the Brisbane Broncos, they can come off with a fair few errors. You don't want to get, do that against any side, but probably most notably the Penrith Panthers. So if you're coaching against Penrith, Coop, if you had to focus on one weakness that you've seen primarily, you know, the back half of this year, is there anything that stands out for you? Is there anything that's emerged? Uh, defensively, it's, it's pretty hard to um, break down. Um, but I think Melbourne Storm had a little bit of a insight to them with a couple of their kicks. They targeted Taruva and, and um, Brian Tyler at different stages. The go-to is for Adam Rells to go to Selwyn Cobbo. Mm. Uh, Jesse Arthur's on the other side of the field, the athletic, but Cobbo's the man, so... I wouldn't be surprised if there might be like a little early kick, just place it on top of the Penrith wingers and see if Cobo can come down with it. But the other part to it too is that shoulder is still a sore shoulder. He still popped it out, what, three or four weeks ago. Yeah. So mm. I noticed on the weekend that a lot of Storm um, runners was actually at his inside shoulder, which is his right shoulder, which is the, the, the fine one. Yep. It's the left shoulder. So I think you'll see... Um, you know, a couple of the back rows. I think on that sort of field with Jordan Ricky sort of running to the outside line. Adam Reynolds is one of the smartest players in the competition. So I think you'll see Ricky sort of an outside shoulder line between Lua and Stephen Crichton. And if he's just a little bit off and, you know, it takes a bit of a tug on that shoulder, it could, could be the difference. So mm. uh, it's pretty hard to break down the best, of te- best defensive team we've seen in a long time, but they're probably two little areas that the Broncos probably have to get right. Yeah, mate. Now, what about if we flip that around and you're coaching Penrith and you're going at Brisbane? Where do you get them? Well, they're all through energy, right? And I think the fact that, um, you know, Reese Walsh and, you know, the Ford Pack and all that, they're, they're pretty physical in the way they go about it. I think for Penrith, it's got to be the long game. They'll be robotic. They'll be well drilled. If they shut down Reese Walsh, I think that could be the difference because it seems as though when Reese gets the ball, everyone in the stadium plus every Broncos player lights up themselves. Yep. If he's not getting the freedom and the space, then you know, that's a huge sign. Um, but I think the other other part to it is Penrith is uh, Penrith will just do what they do. If they're good at what they do, they're the best defensive team. They're the best attacking team. They've got the best completion rate. With the best halfback. They're four pretty cool things yeah. that will win you a title. And if they just do that, then I think they'll be all right. Yeah, nice one. And it's pretty easy to win a three-peat. You've done it yourself as an individual, as a player. So it's pretty easy, <laughs> isn't it? Hey. <laughs> I, I wish. Uh, I, I look back on moments like that and said, if I was to run around again, I'd need a V8 Zimmer frame to get out there and be part of what these guys are doing at the moment. Yeah, but, yeah. We all. Uh, I'm very happy in retirement. I should have retired 10 years ago, put it that way. Oh, after six premiership wins, I think you know what you're talking about. Cooper Cronk, thanks very much, mate, for joining us on Sports Day. Good boys. Enjoy grand final week. This is Off the Bench NRL. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is Off the Bench NRL.
calling for it. Walters went on his own. He's over. Kerry Ball is his second try of the year. And it could well be the match winner for the Broncos. There we go. Kerrod Waters crossing for his second try of the... What year was that? It sounds like we've gone deep into the archives uh, for that one. It was, it? it was old. I can't remember the last time I scored a try. How long ago? <laughs> 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 Two-time Dally M Hooker of the Year. 223 NRL games. Eight tests. Six origins. And his nickname is Fokker. <laughs> uh, I heard you blokes talking off the air. Steve, uh, sorry, Kerrod Waters, I should say, joining us on, on Sports Day. Kerrod, where does the nickname Fokker come from? Actually, Wayne Bennett gave me that nickname because when I was at the Ipswich Jets um, prior to signing at the Broncos, he was coaching me in the, in the Queen's Under-18 team and he, he said, you're not big enough to be a Jet, you're like a little Fokker friendship because <laughs> I'm going to call you Fokker. <laughs> and it just stuck. <laughs> little Fokker. I've seen a yeah. movie uh, uh, with the same name. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, yeah, uh, meet the Fockers, yeah. Yeah, thanks for joining us, mate. I know it's obviously a, an exciting time as a former Bronco player, and, and you love the club, of course, and 92, 93 premierships and, and all of that that goes with it. But there's a completely different feeling for you, obviously, Kerrod, when you, your nephew, Billy, and, and your twin brother involved. How is it the feeling amongst the entire family? You must be very proud. Yeah, very. Obviously, to, to get through to the GF, it's, it's, it's a great effort from, from, from where they come from when Kevy first took over. And, um, and I think particularly for Billy and Kevy, there's a fair bit of pressure on, on Kevy when he, when he picked Billy and, and vice versa to, to perform and, and play at a high level. A bit different for the Clearies, because Nathan's a superstar and has been for a, for a long period of time. But Billy, you know, he was, he was, a, he was a seven or a six, and he's, he's been moulded into, into a number nine now. So... And I think he's he's really justified his selection. He's he's been outstanding the last month for Brisbane, and um, he's he's turning into a really really good number nine. Well, you're right because there must be fighters, both he and Billy Kevy. I'm talking about because you know better than most how how tough Kevy is, and and also your nephew. But because they both copped a lot of criticism, like you said, from all angles last year. But away from the game, did it did it affect Kevy at all? Well, Kevy's he's pretty resilient. I mean, yeah, and, and so is Billy. I mean, so, so um, you know, the, the, the thing with social media you now, the, the hammering you get on social media. Mm. I said, "Oh, cry, don't don't make that stuff on social media." But you know, they they both remain very resilient, and they Kevy's worked on his coaching, and Billy's worked on his game, and you know, the, and the proofs in the pudding now, the but through to a to a, to a grand final. So, uh, and, and Billy, I think the best thing he did was just build his game. He, he worked, he made sure his defence was really good, and his passing game was good. And now his his running game has gone to another level, so mm. he's become a, a real threat for, and, a, and a real attacking option for us out of nine, which is which is what you need. Kerry, they looked good last uh, Saturday night against the Warriors. They look quick. They look slick. Oh, this is the best I've seen the Broncos in in years. Think the same? Yeah, I just think it's it, it reminds me a lot of the of the ninety ninety two Broncos team. Just funny enough, because. In '91, we missed out on the finals when we were everyone was saying we should should have won it, and then we we, we came six, but back then it was, it was a top five, and then we were obviously very disappointed. And actually, Wayne Bennett was that disappointed. He was he's going to he was going he wanted to resign as coach, and we said no, you can't do that. We've got a footy team here that can do something next year. So obviously, Wayne stayed on, and we and we had a really good year. And I think we lost only four games and won the, won the comp. So with a good mix of you know speed and talent, good good hard strong forward pack and a very skillful backline, so it just reminds me how the Broncos bombed that last year, and then they'd come back this year and, and made every post to win. So, and the other thing was too that Penrith were the reigning premiers in 1991. So is that a name and a what? Mm. Yeah, that's true. Planets align. Yeah. yeah. Now with Billy, 
Kerrod moving to hooker, finally moving to hooker because, he, as you're saying, he moved around that utility role. He's got two great hookers as uncles. Did you both fight about which advice you give him and which advice did he take from you or Steve? I said, the best advice I can give you, Billy, start listening to Stephen, all right? So that's, <laughs> that's the first advice I'm going to give you. <laughs> but no, I've sort of, I, obviously, Kevin, you know, he's the game. And he's played, he's actually, Kevin's played a bit of night himself in, 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 in years gone by. So, but yeah, just, just I just give him a little tip here and there. But Billy, he's a, he's a smart footy player, and I just told him to back himself and, 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 um, and, and have a crack and don't 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 be sort of shy. Don't stay in your cell. Get out and, and make something happen from nine. Because when you're when you're nine, you're in the game for eighty minutes. So it's it's a, it's a great position to play. Sats was telling me a story off air about when you came back from the Rams. You you played a few games for Toowoomba. Is that right, Kerrit? I did, mate. Yeah, I, I came back. For, I was in in um in England and uh, came back from England and and had the desire to keep playing and I. So I, I said, go on to Wayne. I said, can, can, can I want to have one more year? So he said, I'll, I'll give you an I'll sign. He said, but it's up to you to, to show us what you got. And I, I, when I came to the trials, I hurt my hurt my ankle. And obviously Luke Prittis was a was a current hooker, and he got the jump on me and he played really good footy. So I don't I think I only played one game that year, but I really enjoyed my time in the um in the Queensland Cup because all these good young kids were coming through. Was it was Carl Webb and and Brent Tate and Justin Hodges and, and the likes and, and Corey Parker. So. That was the new breed of Broncos coming through that eventually won the comp in 2006. So mm. I really enjoyed my time playing with those guys, yeah. Now, was it you or was it Steve who gave you advice about... Uh, no, Steve, Steve came gave... in as a forwards coach, didn't right, he? Right, yeah. And, and he gave you some advice, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, well, it, it, the advice was that I didn't I only play one game that year, so that's how much advice he gave me. <laughs> it, was, it was good advice, wasn't it, Box? <laughs> was <laughs> Boxy was a forwards coach in 2000, so in that year when they... And um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was sort of—it was actually good. Because Kevy was obviously the captain and, and the leader, and Boxy was the, was the forwards coach. So I, I came back and, and jumped on board. Yeah, it was a great year for the Broncos. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Was that the meeting, or one of the meetings, Kerrod, when um, when you challenged him in front of the playing group as one of the older, experienced players, and being his <laughs> his brother, saying, "Yeah, do you have the right levels of coaching?" And he said, "Yeah, I've got." I probably. It? I would have because I, I really questioned his coaching ability. I still do, actually. <laughs> now, grand final. He only did one year, Boxy, so he realised that he wasn't, wasn't his kid's cup of tea. So, yeah. Was what did it, he say? What did he say? When he said, "I got, I got a level fourteen. Was it fourteen tests, fourteen origins, and I only work with the top grade?" Oh, that's yeah. He, and I don't he, think I'll see yeah, you too much. <laughs> no, Boxy had some great, and that was that's actually that does come to memory. He, he had some good sayings, Boxy, and that was one of them. So. <laughs> Oh yeah, he, he put me put me, he put me back in my place for sure. Yeah, he did. Hey, grand <laughs> grand final week, Kerrit. It's a stressful week, of course, especially if you've never been there before. We're trying to balance everything, but how important is it having the personalities like like Kevy? He's got a great personality. He's always so relaxed uh, when he needs to be. Alf and Johnny Cartwright around the squad. Yeah, I mean that's it's it's a key because they're, they're young and they'll they'll be feeling the pressure of of um of grand final week because it's you know there's. It's not just preparing for the game. You've got to do all the media commitments, and and everyone wants to you know, wants to punch your time. So, but it's just I, I think they just enjoy it. I mean, you've been there. You just, I loved the grand final. It was just exciting. Mm. You know, everyone was talking about the game, and and I, I think that we were pretty lucky too because we had a I had a team that we were very confident we we could get the job done. And obviously, I think Penrith are, are a different uh, proposition to, to St George in our day because Penrith are the, they, they've won they're the they won two in a row, and then they made every post win again this year. So much more, a bigger challenge for the for the Broncos. But if they just back their ability and just believe in, in, in what they can do, I think they can get the job done. Now, Alf, 
Every time we talk to an ex-Bronco player, it always comes back to Elf for some reason. <laughs> now, would he be different as a staff member post-grand final after a win as opposed to being a player, or is it just same old, same old? Same old, same old with Elf. Now he's prepared. <laughs> he just Elf loves loves life, and he just he prepared the same way every, every year and year out, whether it was state of origin, or grand final, or, or trial at a, a Boona. He just he just um, never got well. He, he did get nervous, but he didn't didn't like to show people. But but he was just his way of calming his nerves was was to crack jokes and, and just be funny, and um, that's how he was. And I, was, I actually remember before the the game for the grand final '92. Because one of Elf's pre-game um, rituals was to go and have a bit of a spew, and um, the more he spewed, the better he played. So Wayne was getting around talking to the players. He says, "Where's Elf?" I said, "He's over having a spew." Wayne, "Is it bad?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "Oh, good. That's good. It means he's going to play good." So he obviously played good and got me out of the match. So yeah, he did too. Yeah. One of the young blokes are putting crap on him for sleeping with the lights on in his hotel room. Well, not one of that, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. Hey, uh, well, he's scared of the dark, Elf. Yeah, he's scared. Yeah. It has been for, for 56 years. Or so, yeah, so that, that's never changed. Unusual. Um, Kerrit, outside of your nephew, Billy, who who do you really admire on the current Broncos side? Uh, well, I, I really, I'm a big fan of Payne Huss and, and Pat Carrigan. I just think that they become great leaders. And, and um, actually, I had to, um, I did a thing the other week on a podcast and I had to pick my greatest 13. And, and and I picked Payne Huss as one of the props, so that's how much I think of him. Yeah. Mm, yeah. He's a good player. Can't wait to see what he's gonna be how we're gonna be talking about him. Well like I'm saying he's it's a bit like Nathan Cleary, like he's he's played in four grand final, he's only twenty five years of age. Yeah. What's 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 his stats gonna be like and you know, when he's when he finishes his playing career, so um, yeah. and Payne Huss will be the same. Now before we let you go, Kerrit, thanks for joining us. Um this afternoon or tonight, um, 1989, I don't know whether you can remember this because it was a great year for you because you made your your test debut on the, the mid-season tour to New Zealand, but your beautiful mum and dad, and you were still living at home at the time, you billeted me when I was with the Queensland schoolboys. Uh, yeah, we did, mate, yeah, and you were the worst built we ever had in our life. <laughs> you didn't go to sleep, you, hey? You Hog the mirror. No, he was very good, very good. He did like the mirror. He did like the mirror. <laughs> hey, can I just say, Chris, Chris, I'm, I'm going to lunch with Chris Plannery on Thursday night. I'm to a dinner, and he just said to thank, send his regards for that tackle you made in 2003. Still gives you nightmares, so. <laughs> <laughs> Good guy, Chris Plannery. Great guy. Hey, thanks, Garrett. All Appreciate right. it. Thanks, boys. Let's go to the Bronx. This is Off the Bench NRL. We'll be back soon. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Another big weekend racing around the state, Sats. Plenty more country cups as well, places I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Nelson joining us now. Uh, imagine what you could be buying instead. Nelson, can I, with a question without notice, can we uh, uh, hit Sats up with mm-hmm. a couple of the country meets that are happening in Queensland this week, see if he knows where they are? Well, Jace, Sats and I are very disappointed in you because if you had been listening on uh, Monday night, you would have heard us mention that, Sats, Rats and myself. So, uh, Sats who? Yeah. Rats. What can I say? Mm. Sats, Rats and myself. <laughs> That'll do. Rightio, what's on this weekend? <laughs> I'll move on. Well, those two meetings were at Julia Creek and Junda, if you'd like to know. Yeah, Junda. And uh, neither of the guys knew where they were, except for I me, know, Julia course. Creek, I, I did. Junda, I'd, I'd never heard of. Oh, did you? Mm. Is that no. is that that game well, where you've got those? It's a long way west. Is that that game we've got those big blocks in? That's Jenga. Oh, Jenga, same thing. <laughs> same thing. All right, mate. What's happening this weekend? 
Uh, we've got racing this weekend, of course, at Eagle Farm. That's our main metro meeting. We race on the poly track at the Gold Coast. We race at Junda and uh, Julia Creek, their non-TAB meetings. But we also race at, race at Mackay, Toowoomba and the Sunshine Coast. But we do have good representation, of course, uh, with some of our Queensland horses interstate over the weekend. Skirt the Law goes around on Saturday in Melbourne. And Antino goes around as well. Of course, he was a good thing beaten at Flemington a couple of weeks ago. Okay, so... Nelson, I want you to give me something on the weekend, tips over the weekend, so I can then follow it up into Sunday mm-hmm. for the NRL Grand Final. Eagle Farm, race seven, number two, Immoral. Right, go. Race that, seven, number two, Immoral. Is, About $5. Oh, you like that, Sats. Is that is me that right? on Saturday night? Yeah, Immoral. <laughs> Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where <laughs> Queensland is racing today. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Quick one, public holiday Monday. Is there any, uh, any notable race meetings? Uh, Bow Desert is our race meeting on Monday. I think there's only seven races at Bow Desert and smallish fields, but always a good day and the weather should be fine. So public holiday meeting at Bow Desert on Monday. All right, Nelson. Thanks, mate. Enjoy your weekend. You too, guys. All the best. Nelson there here on Off the Bench. Before we go, it's time for our Saturday Outlook. Sats, optimise your canola with new Optimum GLY hybrids from Pioneer Seeds. It's the grand final preview. Well, we've got the AFL this afternoon. Well, on Saturday afternoon. Go the Lions. Go the Lions. Mm. Panthers, Broncos. Can the Panthers make history with a three-peat? They can because consistently been the best side again this year. And defensively. Ridiculous numbers. In the last three years in all their finals matches, they've averaged only conceding eight points, which is ridiculous in finals rugby league. So, uh, yes, they can make it a three-peat, but they're going up against a team that is fast and fearless and physical, and it's got the makes of being one of the greatest grand finals of all time. Great use of uh, F-words there, mate. I really did like that. Well, Physical as PH, but anyway. Oh, is that not F? Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Um, can they stop Reese Walsh and, and combat his speed somehow? Well, they can't combat his – well, they can combat his speed. They've got to get up in his face and not sit back and ball watch him and just watch how fast he is. Uh, but if they do pressure him, he comes up with mistakes. So mm. if they can force him to do that, he won't go into his shell. But in saying that, they can force mistakes. And if you make mistakes versus the Panthers, well, they make you pay. What about the forward packs? Oh, <laughs> How stop good is the it? fight. Oh. I think the Broncos have a better team forward pack on paper and size really? and mobility. Yeah, I, th- I think they do. I think the real battle comes down to the two hookers. The two two players who many believe are, I don't want to use weak link, I'm going to say the most, probably they fly under the radar the most, Mitch Kenny and Billy Walters. And if you weigh up both those hookers, I think the Broncos probably win that battle as well. Fisher-Harris, Payne-Haas. That's all I can oh, say. Moses Leota, Tom Flegler, Isaiah Yo, Pat Carrigan. Stop the fight. I'm saying, Reynolds Cleary. I'm saying the Penrith Panthers win. I think it's going to be 17-16, and I think it's going to be a golden point. Enjoy it. Uh, you can hear you call the game on SEN League, uh, on SEN stations around the country uh, and We're also Super Radio Churchill Network. Medal. We're having the Clive Palmer medal. Oh, are you? Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Optimise. You be, did you practice that all day today? Mm, yeah. Right, Optimise your cropping rotation with new Optimum GLY herbicide tolerance trait canola hybrids from Pioneer Seeds. Enjoy your rugby league weekend. Rat and I back Tuesday night for Sports Day. We'll catch you there. Enjoy it, everyone. Yeah.